You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back, friends, to Real Presence Live. This Thursday morning, we're broadcasting here in Virginia, Minnesota at Holy Spirit Catholic Church, also Marquette Catholic School during this uh, Catholic Schools Week. What a blessing Catholic education is, and uh, that'll be two segments from now. We're going to dive into that a little bit. Uh, Before we get into our next segment, I just wanted to do another uh, quick plug for at least our local listeners and actually for the broad audience as well. This is the time of year that Real Presence Radio offers its fundraising banquets. And what a great privilege and a blessing it is uh, to attend those banquets. For those that have gone before, you know that they are a lot of fun. It's basically a chance to gather with God's people, God's family, have a great meal, have a lot of laughter, a great keynote presentation, and, uh, and all through our support of Real Presence Radio. Uh, so in the broader audience, I would encourage anyone to go to realpresenceradio.com and to look up those banquets. I know a few of them have already happened. Uh, which is great, uh, but if there is a local banquet in your area that's coming up, I just really would cur- encourage anyone uh, to attend. Uh, here in uh, D- the Duluth Diocese, we have our banquet, Father, coming up on March 14th. Uh, it's going to be a great banquet. I hear the, uh, the, the host people are not quite as good, uh, but everyone else is good. Father and I are going to be there to help uh, MC from the front Uh, but we're very much looking forward to it. We've got Dr. Ralph Martin, who's coming in to give the keynote that night. If you've never heard uh, Dr. Ralph Martin before, he is excellent. He's so, so good. Uh, So local Catholics in the Diocese of Duluth, Diocese of Superior, please join us. Uh, I know both uh, Bishop uh, Felton and Bishop Powers uh, will be there that night as well, and uh, it's it's a great opportunity. Yeah, I think, Ben, you know, we have so many opportunities as Catholics to get together uh, to celebrate. We have so much to celebrate. I mean, Catholic radio, Catholic schools, uh, parish events, diocesan events. These are all opportunities. And I love getting together with faithful people that want to just be together to serve and to support the mission of the faith that Christ has empowered us on. Um, And anybody that's out there, if you can go to these banquets... Just the fact that you get to be with people that are just on fire and want to share Christ with the world. It's such a gift to surround yourself with these sort of people. Um, Anyway, in our next segment, we're going to be talking about the Battle of the Chefs, and I'm looking forward to hearing about that. um, Because I think this seems to be another one of those opportunities that people can gather at a parish level or a diocesan level and, and, and really do something together on mission um, for something greater than themselves. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing a little bit more about this uh, from Matthew and from Lisa. Awesome. So we've got Matthew and Lisa who are on with us during this segment, and they're helping with this battle of the chefs. So let's introduce them. Good morning, Matthew and Lisa. How are you today? Good morning. Doing good. Good good morning. Doing really well. Good, good. Well, first of all, uh, introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into a little bit about what is the Battle of the Chefs. So, just uh, Matthew, let's start with you. Tell us about yourself. Uh, I live in West Fargo, and I'm a, a science teacher, a member at Holy Cross Catholic Church, and uh, an active member of our Knights of Columbus, uh, which is part of what we're talking about today. All right, wonderful. Lisa, how about you? I'm also a member of Holy Cross in West Fargo, have been... Um, with that parish for, gosh, almost 30 years now. And I'm representing the Catholic Daughters, who is one of the groups battling the Knights during the cook-off. 
Well, wonderful. Well, let's get right into it. I like food, so I want to hear about this, the Battle of the <laughs> Chefs. So tell us what is, because when I looked at it, I'm like, what is the Battle of the Chefs? So tell us a little bit about what it is and how it came about. Well, the Battle of the Chefs is actually, um, at its best, it's a fundraiser for our youth mission trip to do their service work in the summer. And so as part of that, a, a group of cooks from the Catholic Daughters and a group of cooks from the Knights of Columbus uh, provide some very tasty meals. And the guests at the event don't know who's cooking what, but they judge and rate each course. And then at the end of the evening, whichever group has the most points um, has the very excellent honor of being the winner of the battle. Oh my gosh. When, how long has this been going on for? When did this start? This year will be our third year okay. that we have done this event at Holy Cross. What's the, uh, who's, who, who has the uh, upper hand so far in those three years? <laughs> <laughs> well, Matthew and I like to joke about this. Um, the Catholic daughters have actually won both years, so okay. um, we're hoping to continue our streak this year. Uh, the, the Knights have been uh, thinking this has been a little bit of vote tampering, though. <laughs> and so we've got some people looking into that because we're just not sure how the numbers were arrived at. Well, that's true. We've got to look into that a little bit, I think. So, so Matthew and Lisa, what, have been, what kind of, I mean, is there categories or what sort of food has been made in the past? Uh, is it like, is it desserts or appetizers or main meals? Or what kind of, what kind of food has, has, has risen up and been a winner in the past? Um, the, well, this is our third year. The first year we did it, and we had everybody made everything. We did an appetizer, uh, we did a salad, we did a main course, and we did a dessert. So everybody got two of those. And you know, the only complaint we got at the end of the night was it was way too much food, and we, you know, we didn't realize that. Um, and so last year we backed off, um, which we'll replicate this year. So one group will make the appetizer and a main course, and then the other group will make another main course and a dessert. So they're getting four things. Um, and and so that way they don't get too much. And who attends? Like, do they? So they. Uh, it, uh, and there's a like a fee for it. Does it cost something to attend this? I mean, obviously it's a fundraiser, but so who who comes to the battle of the chefs? Well, we actually have a, a third person who's joined us. This is Christina. She's actually the faith formation director at Holy Cross. Oh, wonderful! And maybe she'd like to chime in on that. Sure. Good morning, Christina. How are you? Morning. How are you? Good. We're so happy that you're here. I heard your car had yes. some issues, so it's good to, good to have you in studio and that you made it here. So, yes. yeah, yeah. So, go ahead. So, like yeah. So, we only sell 120 tickets, so it's 15 tables of eight. Um, and so, after that, they're just, um, that, that's where we stop so they know how much food to prepare. Yeah. Um, and so, each, yep, so each ticket is $25. Um, and that gets them all the food. We play games. We have a silent auction. Um, lots of fun at the dinner. Well, you know, in between courses, we'll, we'll do some fun things. Um, and then uh, the money goes to the, the kids that are, that are planning their mission trip. Okay. Um, so, yeah. What's the, so the mission trip, the kids, is that already planned for this year? Like where are they, uh, or do they go to the same place every year or how does that work? Uh, so every other year we go to um, an orphanage in Perry, Kansas. Oh. Um, and so last year we went there and we helped out. And we um, did lots of projects down there. Uh, this year we're going to stay a little closer to home. We're going to just go down to Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah. And we're going to just work with the homeless, work with the food pantry, work with their senior citizens, um, and just um, have a nice little trip down there where we can help out and be where yeah. we can. And and it's a good experience for the kids. You know, I... Uh I'm going to get back to the Battle of Chefs for a second, but I want to bring Father Brandon into this because I do think there's great value 
in mission trips and journeying with young people uh, out of their normal homes, communities, and comfort zones. And you, you go to a place and the importance of encounter and service for these young people, I think, is, is very, very important. So I know, Father, I know you do a lot of mission trips here, uh, bringing the kids to similar. Uh, what would you say, uh, why are those experiences important for young people? Well, I always think, Ben, that getting our young people out of their day-to-day mode <laughs> and, and, and bringing them outside of that experience and at least for me, I love mission trips because we can live in a, a real Christian community and get a taste of what it's like to, to share meals together, to share service together, to share the sacraments together, to, to share prayer together, to play ultimate Frisbee together. And often we don't have models of good, solid Catholic Christian community. And, and getting them in to do that then leads them into the depths of the Eucharist, leads them into the depths of the faith. Um, and that's what I love. But the other thing is that about back to battles of the chefs that I'm, I, I, I always think it's critical that it's a whole parish community experience. It's just not the kids being sent off somewhere. Hmm. And so the fact that even in the Battle of the Chefs that we have the Catholic Daughters and the Knights of Columbus together, it's everybody rallying together in a parish. It's not a segmented, well, there's the youth and there's the knights. And they're like, bring everybody together hmm. and unite as a parish and not have all these segmented groups that are all siloed off. Like, let's all work yeah. together and not compete with one another. Would you, so Christina, Matthew, Lisa, anyone could chime in. Like, has that been your experience as you kind of rally people together throughout your, your church community that it's, uh, it has been unifying and drawing some energy from the parish as you've offered this now in your third? year three years now um i i think so um i, I think uh well they like to what 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 father said just in terms of we're pulling multiple groups together and so you just have a broader support and and more people i feel enjoy the activities because you know you've got multiple volunteer organisms or organizations i'm sorry putting it together and then they know it's going to such a good cause with the kids and so you've got a lot of people that enjoy that they have a good time and they're and they're willing to contribute to such a good cause yeah yeah any other thoughts on that, Christina or Lisa? Have you seen like a, uh, an energy that this has kind of brought into your parish? I think it makes the work really visible. <laughs> it's not just, you know, folks doing things behind the scenes, although that's part of it as well. But here we are, you know, in the kitchen, in the dining rooms, the kids are helping, serving the food, clearing yeah. the tables. Um, it really is uh, an effort and... I think that the ongoing um, good-natured ribbing that goes on between the knights and the daughters just makes it fun for our groups, but does permeate into other areas, too. It just becomes a, a big event for the whole parish. And it's a lot of work. That's a lot of investment, I mean, to pull off an, an event this size and, and that much food and preparation. And like I said, I appreciate that you also said the visibility of the young people. That I think it's good for our parishes to see young people uh, active and, and doing things. I think that's very uplifting. And, and uh, so... Um, just great what a what a what a great blessing uh that that is go ahead father you know man i think when we come back i'd be really intrigued in hearing a little bit about the catholic daughters and the knights of columbus just sharing a little bit about who they are their mission um how people could get involved in that and truly hear a little bit about that so i think when we come back i'd love to hear more about the catholic daughters and the knights of columbus awesome so we will be back with christina and matthew and lisa talking about the battle of the chefs we're going to take a quick break so please stay with us we'll be back on real presence live 
This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. We have all lost someone to the reality of death, some more tragic than others. I'm Father Chris Alar. While grieving is a natural process, it helps if you know how to navigate your way through it. As my friend Sammy Wood says, you can never get over a tragic loss, but you can get through it. Come to know the stages of grief, which are acute, integrated, and complicated grief. Seek help whenever needed, either from a friend or especially from medical professionals. There is no shame in asking for help. Remember, Jesus accepted the help of his followers while bearing the weight of the cross on his way to Calvary. Don't go it alone. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. In Acts 1-8, Jesus tells the disciples to go back to Jerusalem. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem. The word translated as power is also the root for our word for dynamite. Jesus is promising an explosive power that will enable us to witness to the nations and live a powerful Christian life. That same powerful Holy Spirit is received in baptism and confirmation. As baptized and confirmed Catholics, we already have all we need to live life through the power of the Holy Spirit. If we remove the obstacles of our own understanding and lack of preparation and move with the Holy Spirit into the mission He has given us, we will change the world. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to Real Presence Live this morning, broadcasting here in Virginia, Minnesota at Holy Spirit Catholic Church and also Marquette Catholic School. Uh, it's been a great show so far. In the, the last segment, before we went to break, we've been talking about the Battle of the Chefs and... Uh, our guests this morning are Christina, Matthew, and Lisa, and they help with both the Catholic Daughters and the Knights of Columbus. And we've been talking about this Battle of the Chefs, this great fundraising opportunity that helps uh, the youth of their parish uh, raise money for uh, mission trips, which is so, so very important. So we're going to come back to that conversation about the Battle of the Chefs. And uh, Christina, Matthew, and Lisa, welcome back. And let's just talk a little bit about uh, the event itself. And uh, so I'd love to know what is going to be cooked this year, but we don't know what it is, right? Because it's top secret. Is that how that works? We, we tend to kind of guard the food pretty closely. So, you know, we get some bragging rights the day of if things go well. So Okay, okay. But tell me a little bit, maybe uh, Christina. So you ob- obviously have to judge in the in the battle of the chef. So how do you, like, score the different dishes, and how, how does that process work? So you have all your guests and tickets, and people come in, and they eat the food. How do you get some objectivity so that the, we've heard the Knights of Columbus have been struggling here the last couple of years? How do we make sure this is a fair game? <laughs> 
So each each ticket holder, um, when the food is presented to them, uh, the child, the the students bring it out from the kitchen. Um, the person buying the ticket doesn't know who who made the food, if it was the men or the women. Um, and so once it's presented to them, they have a scorecard at their at their place setting, and they they judge the food on its presentation, um, the way it smells, the way it looks, the way it tastes, the texture, um, and they give it a score between one and five. Um, and then after that course is done, we collect all of the sheets from that course and we go back in the back room and we count it all up. Um, and we just do that after every course. And at the end of the day, um, whoever has the highest score is the winner. So Matthew, do we know, what, was it one of the, the Catholic daughters that collected the sheets last year or what's going the, the, on? That's the conspiracy we're looking into okay. and we're looking okay. at the, the tabulation <laughs> machines if they've been properly calibrated because well, clearly there's We need to get to the issues. bottom of this. Something's going on. I'm a little concerned. So <laughs> Watch out for the hanging chest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that goes a long way back, Father. <laughs> the hanging chest. Um, Father, before we... I want to talk a little bit about the Catholic daughters of the Knights of Columbus. Before we do... Um, and we can get our guests uh, in, uh, input on this as well. But there's something about food that actually is pretty effective in ministry. Would you agree? Like, what's your experience with, uh, with food in ministry? I mean, even if you just think of Scripture, I mean, how often Jesus dined with people. I mean, it, it's like every other chapter, there's moments where Jesus is, is encountering somebody through entering their house and sharing a meal. And uh, there's something about that that... There's an intimacy. There's a there's a joy in sharing meals with one another, uh, and I find there's times here at the parish where I'm like, let's just cut all of our programs, and people would think I'm crazy, but just invite people to start sharing meals together, and couples to invite other couples over, and you know, mentors inviting, you know, uh, like like marriage prep mentors inviting engaged couples over, and. Uh, youth ministry, we have food, and there's something that unites people, and you can go deeper in conversation, mm -hmm. and you know this, I try to open my rectory up as often as I possibly can, and sometimes I'll, we have people that are hosts, I'll just say, the door's open, invite five or six, eight people, and just use my house, because I've got a beautiful kitchen, and a beautiful area, and there's like, when people leave, there's an electricity, there's like a, yeah. a, a life that's there, and I think there's something powerful about being in Christian community around a table. The importance of that hospitality, right? You, you bring people in, you allow, you provide great hospitality. And I'm guessing this is the same with the Battle of the Chefs uh, uh, event as well, that there comes a point where, the, like you use the word energy, where all of a sudden people are laughing, they're enjoying uh, the environment, and it just draws people together. And from that place, I think in our Catholic life, in our Catholic world, it allows for connection. It allows for maybe some vulnerability and a sense of going a little bit deeper uh, in life. And so I do think we do, I, I appreciate you you're, uh, sharing that the scriptures we see over and over that, and very intentionally, that food and meals is integrated into, into the Christian life. And, uh, and so God bless you guys in doing this event. I think it's, it's very important and obviously a very good cause. I did want to talk to the three of you and ask you a little bit about, so the, the sponsors, you guys work uh, or are a part of both the Catholic Daughters and the Knights of Columbus. Maybe for our listeners, I know that both the Catholic Daughters and Knights of Columbus are pretty common. They've been around a long time, uh, but maybe not everyone. So could you just maybe tell us a little bit more about uh, those two organizations, those two apostolates. So maybe I'm going to start with Matthew. Matthew, uh, could you share just a little bit about the Knights of Columbus and uh, how it strives to bring life into our church? Um, 
We're a volunteer organization, as you said, um, and we've been active in the parish uh, for many years. And like I said, it's a long-standing organization. But with ours, we're we're constantly trying to recruit Catholic men in our parish to become knights. And then, you know, for for those gentlemen that that agree to do that, uh, we we try to do we provide activities for people to help out at. Uh, you you mentioned food. We do breakfasts, uh, fish fries coming up in Lent. You know, we're gathering around food. Um, we do those types of things, and then uh, the money that we raise, we donate that always back out into the community. Uh, we, we'll, we'll go to Special Olympics and help. We try to get nights that help out with Special Olympics. Um, we've helped build houses for ha Habitat for Humanity. Uh, we've gone to food pantries, uh, helping out at the parish whenever Father asks. You know, we always get nights together to help out at the parish. Um, and then the money that we make uh, goes to the youth group. Um, it goes to our pregnancy support clinics. Um, and we try to put all that money that we raise from the, the meals that we have uh, back out into the community. So um, it, it's easy usually to get men to, to volunteer just because it's uh, the, the, everything goes to a good cause. Yeah. And Lisa or Christina, would either of you be willing to just to speak into a little bit the, the work of Catholic Daughters and share about that organization? Yes, I can talk about that. The, the Catholic Daughters are actually an offshoot of the Knights of Columbus and have been around since the early 1900s. Our particular court in West Fargo, though, is pretty new in the life of even our state. We're approaching our seven-year birthday mm -hmm. this summer. And so, just like the Knights, we really work in service to our parish and to our larger community. So, we welcome Catholic women, 18 years and older, to join us. We have meetings once a month, but we do so much work beyond that. Some of the parish events that we do are obviously the Battle of the Chefs, but we also have worked with the Knights um, just very recently. Last weekend, in fact, we hosted for the first time something we called the Super Bowl, talk about food, <laughs> and we had uh, Knights and Daughters bring crockpots of soup, so we had 23 crockpots of soup, and for only $10, guests could try as many as they wanted, and we raised money that way as well. So. The, the daughters in particular have been really um, connected to the Women's Care Center here in Fargo and have been doing projects there and raising funds for them, attending their banquet this fall. So we, we welcome any Catholic women from any parish around the Fargo-Moorhead area to join us if they're interested. So great, just as a pastor, um, thinking about organizations like the Knights of Columbus and Catholic Daughters, um, it's so helpful to have these branches of service in the church. Uh, and I think a lot of it is just humble people that want to serve the Lord and find ways to to just really bring hope and healing and joy into people's lives uh, in so many different ways. I, I often think of the Knights of Columbus where, man, there's so many things I know in our council here that they're doing behind the scenes for people and just bringing life to them and, and not always in the forefront, not always flashy, but just grinding it out and serving people hmm. and, and really the hands and the feet of Christ right in our parish life. And so it's so incredible to hear from you um, and your Knights of Columbus and your Catholic daughters and the ways in which you are really not just serving like people, you're serving Jesus. You know, I always think about Mother Teresa, how she talked about, you know, Jesus is in the poor. Jesus is in those that are struggling and it's really taking on the Great Commission. Uh, and sometimes we can think it's the great, you know, the YouTubers and the those that are 
I don't know, influencers. got 50,000 views on their TikTok accounts and all the Catholic evangelizers, and they can get all the fame. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's these heroic people that are grinding it out as knights and daughters and all those other organizations. So just anybody out there that's listening, I just want to speak as a pastor and just say thank you um, for the ways in which you truly serve the Lord and the church um, and say yes uh, to doing so much. Uh, and Battle of the Chefs is just another example of a group of people coming together to build up the kingdom of God. And for that, I am so, so very grateful. All right, so Christina, Matthew, and Lisa, so you've got the Battle of the Chefs event that's going to be coming up here. So let's, I'm assuming, this sounds like a big undertaking, so you probably do need uh, all hands on deck and a lot of help. So if someone wanted to get involved with this, this event and offer their service, offer uh, their time, uh, how can they do so if someone would like to help with this? I think the easiest way would just uh, call our parish offices. I don't know the number offhand. Christina, do you, the, for a, they, they can call up and they would just say they're interested in helping out. Uh, uh, what are we, 701-282? 7217, I believe. And just, they, they, the, the easiest thing would be to call up and then the people in the offices would be able to connect them with one of us and yeah. um, we would get their hands dirty in the kitchen as soon as we can. And you do need the help, right? <laughs> I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, awesome. we also have parishioners that have been donating um, items for the silent auction, um, different, different ways that they help out that way. We get just donations from people. Um, they just, you know, they can't come to the dinner, but they just want to help. And so, um, you know, we're always accepting those donations for the kids or the groups. Um, and uh, yeah, there's just there's lots of different ways to help. You know, as we wrap this segment up, uh, I don't know if we, we did hit this in the beginning, but could you just do a quick just overview again of how do people get an admission tickets, how much does it cost, where is it at, what's the night, just some of those basic details in case any listener out there wants to participate in this year's Battle of the Chefs. Sure. So uh, the dinner will be next Friday, uh, February 10th. We'll start at 6 o'clock. And tickets are $25. I only have six, I only have six left as of right this moment. Um, so it, it will sell out, um, and then we'll start a waiting list. But, um, yeah, that's um, we're looking forward to it. There is, there is a trophy at the end of this. It's a golden spatula. It hangs on the church wall on whichever side wins. So the men have a, a side and the women have a side. So <laughs> It's on the Catholic daughter's side right now. <laughs> I, I, I unfortunately have no clue what the golden spatula feels like. <laughs> yeah. It's never oh. been in my hands. Matthew, that it's like might... like being a Vikings fan. Yeah, that, <laughs> that might change this year, Matthew. So uh, Christina, Matthew, and Lisa, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and have a great battle of the chefs, okay? Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. All right, God bless. Have a good day. We're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back here on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. <laughs> 